eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, just kind of what Mike said about, you know, potentially targeting like another bat or something. You could just go out and, you know, if you needed more established pitching help, there's free agent pitching there. If you want another bat, there's free agent DHs. But does your first year, is it important? that you use that time to evaluate, like you mentioned, yeah. what you do have in-house before you decide to take moves? Is that part of the equation? So there, yeah, there are a couple things there. So the first is I, I think where we are in our organizational cycle, frankly, regardless of whether this is my first year or 10th year, um, uh, it's important for us to learn about some of these younger players. We, we When you have players who um, have pretty consistently performed at the AAA level, at some point, you have to be willing to give them opportunities um, at the major league level, understanding it may not go perfectly. Um, and I, and I understand that, um, that uh, it may not go perfectly. Um, I think we will be better off as an organization for it. Um, but I understand the risks involved. Um, and then in terms of, you know, the, the other part of it, you mentioned sort of the pitching, if we wanted more established pitching, we could go outside pitching. Um, I, I think part of it there um is understanding the longer term commitments as well and trying to create uh an organization where we really can be competitive year in year out um have that sustainable um competitiveness win every year and part of that uh is allowing yourself to take big shots in the free agent market um when appropriate and also being a little bit more restrained when appropriate so the the pitching aspect, not that any of us expects that they're going to go after any of the big pitchers remaining, specifically Blake Snell and Jordan Montgomery. That was word salad for saying we think the pitchers that available that are available suck. That's what I took out of that because, as we've talked about, the Mets have one starting pitcher signed long term past this year in Kodai Senga, so they have a lot of flexibility, <laughs> tons of flexibility. So when you go through what he just said about adding a starting pitcher, that's almost like code and a nice way of saying, yeah, we don't think Blake Snell's worth it. Yeah, we don't think Jordan Montgomery's worth it. That, that's what I took out of that answer about the starting pitching. But I'm not bothered by it because I don't think any of us expect or, or, or hoping 
that they're going to go hard after Blake Snell. I, I was on with Jordan Montgomery, but I've kind of made peace with the fact that they're not interested. A as far as managing the organizational cycle that they're at right now, I love some of the phrases that he used. Where we are in the cycle of the organization. Again, you can do two things at once. I am totally with giving young players who performed at a high level at AAA an opportunity. I'm not against that. Brett Beatty deserves a full year to play, or at least a bulk of at-bats to play more. I'm not judging him or throwing him away just based on last year. So, so I agree with him about that. But I think this roster still has room to add a major league bat while also evaluating the young players that they have. Uh, speaking of the word salad for the pitching staff, I don't think – I think we're at the point where Montgomery and Snell are going to sign, like, max a three-year deal. Mm -hmm. If that happens, like if it's a two- or three-year deal for either Montgomery or Snell, do you think that there's a possibility that the Mets can possibly be on that? Because now you're talking about, like, the short-term short -term contract that you can buy out that last year, you throw it yeah. up or whatever the case Not is. Not Snell because of the draft pick attachment. I just think it'll be too costly. I guess Jordan Montgomery, but it just doesn't feel like he wants to come to, to, to New York, and it doesn't feel as if the Mets have a strong interest in him. So I'd rule Blake Snell out immediately because even if it's a short-term deal, I don't think it would be, a, be worth giving up the draft pick compensation. And B, I don't think the Mets would be interested. But clearly based on that answer, like David Stearns is keeping it open that they could add a bat. Like he is clearly not ruling that out. He does feel like he's ruling out the idea of adding a starting pitcher. Do you, do you have a set budget, or is it uh, kind of case by case as you go along here? I I think I think the way Steve operates is it's always it's always um, what's in the best interest of the organization, um, and so I I don't think he operates um, with a, with a hard line. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. That's right. Is that the best answer we heard at this press conference? There's no budget. I just have to go into his office and say, hey, if you give me $12 million for J.D. Martinez, we can win a World Series. But if it's only going to get us to 82 wins, yeah, he's not going to approve it. So he definitely keeps it open that there's no hard budget from Steve. It just comes down to the move that he looks at. I guess with David Stern's approval and says, yeah, that one's totally worth it. Let's go. I mean, I w they could have asked that the first question and then closed up the conference. <laughs> they, they, they didn't answer the questions. And by the way, this just shows why David Stern's is on a different level than Billy Epler, because the amount of money that Epler put into this ball club the past two years didn't really accomplish anything last year at all. 75 wins. Stearns is going to make sure that every dollar is used properly. So I, yes. I do appreciate that. Dave, might there come a time when you're trying to also weigh those two things of evaluating the young players, but also thinking about 2024? Uh, might there be a time where like the price for some of these guys or just the opportunity in general is just way too good to pass up? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that's out of the question. Um, I think we're always 
trying to evaluate opportunity. Um, we're always trying to understand the risk reward and the trade-offs. Uh, so I, I don't think that's out of the question. Okay. So may, may I ask a question with that? So basically David Stern says, if the price comes down so much on a guy like JD Martinez, does that change this discussion about playing time and pursuing a bat? And he said, yes. So then what are we talking about? Then it's not about playing time for young players. Then it's not about, hey, we need to figure out, is it worth adding a major league bat, a guy who's going to be in the lineup every day, with it taking at bats away from a young player, which by the way, as I've contended many, many times, I don't think is the case, but the guy's price tag coming down would make it worth it. So then it's not about weighing playing time versus a bat. It's literally saying, is this guy going to be worth the money? That's what you're determining. You're determining, hey, J.D. Martinez for 11 years, I'm good. J.D. Martinez for 17 years, I'm out. Okay, 17 million, not years. 11 million, good. 17 million, not. So then it's about money. And then that goes back to the previous question about Steve Cohen having a budget. It's not that he has a budget. It comes down to, I'd be willing to pay this guy this amount, but at this amount, screw it, we'll stick with Mark Vientos and DJ Stewart. I mean, but that does that is that efficient thinking? Is that efficient thinking like, hey, I prefer to change my game plan because we have a, a better better budget of deal on our on our table. Yeah. I mean, look, it's a good business decision, I guess, right? You you probably, if you're David Stearns and you're his front office, you've got players, and then you've got an amount of money that you think that player is worth. And so if they view J.D. Martinez as worth $11 million, and right now his agent's asking for $18 million, you're not going to make that move. I get that, and I get that that's how you determine sometimes in signing a free agent or not, but then it's not about playing time for young players, that that's not really the debate you're having. It's more the value of the free agent that's out there. Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 